This is the AdLib Music Podcast. Have you been looking for someone to walk alongside you in your worship leadership journey? We love worship leaders. AdLib Music is an organization of worship coaches that is deeply committed to eradicate isolation and burnout so that you bear much fruit. Part of our mission is to give you resources, and this is the worship fertilizer from AdLib Music. Your future self is smarter than your present self. (laughs) I was getting together with a worship leader. He was picking up dinner for us to eat at the church. What should I get for you, he asked. Get me a grilled chicken salad. See, I have this new thing that I'm doing. It's a game where I order last and I order the healthiest of anybody else because I'm going to lose weight, dang it. If for no other reason than my t-shirt sleeves are riding up and that's got to stop. But back to my story. So I go about my day, and the closer we get to the meeting in the evening, the more I want to change my order to a cheesesteak. I'm not even kidding. This really happened. Like, I had to fight texting him to change my order. And I already know what the studies say. You know, your future self makes better choices than your in-the-moment self. Because we prioritize the present over the future. It's like the way we want a bass player for this Sunday, so we let them play even though they won't show up for the midweek rehearsal. We address a short-term urge rather than the long-term need of building a team culture that values a midweek rehearsal. It's, it's why we all say we'll go to the gym tomorrow, like Nike reminded us that yesterday we said tomorrow. Well, you can learn more about the psychology behind this in a fascinating podcast called Choiceology. But How can we combat this reality in our own worship ministry? Here are a couple of things. So first, picking songs. Plan a whole month of songs at one time. I mean, the effect of future planning rather than planning for just this Sunday allows you to make better choices because you're not just in the moment. And don't listen to that voice that worries that you're no longer being spirit-led. I mean, God foreknew you before the foundation of the world. So there's that precedent. I mean, basically, you can predestine your songs. (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much. Here's another one. Segways. I'll just say what comes to me in the moment. Or I'll just repeat the key phrase of the song in a prayer. Oh, please don't. On Saturday, imagine yourself in that moment in the worship service and consider what would be helpful for your congregation in other words, pre-plan your menu. I mean, I mean your transition. <laughs> you don't have to read it, but writing it out beforehand will help you be more effective in that moment. Here's another one. How about team growth? Uh, you're driving to rehearsal and you wonder what nugget or email you can read to your team to help them grow. I mean, but instead of that, what if you stopped to think about what their most pressing needs are? And then developed a simple plan that feeds that need for the whole year. In other words, like you could take them through John Nichols' Worship Workshop or Dan Wilt's Essentials and Worship Courses, and there's a lot of great options. How about recruiting? I mean, you know that bass player that you almost asked to be on the team despite your better judgment? What if you rather write out what your team would look like once it's full or complete? I mean, this could be maybe one musician for each role or maybe even four complete teams, or maybe it could be like a micro goal, like I want four singers that can harmonize by ear. 
Then let your team know what you're shooting for and begin praying together for God to provide. Just wait and see what happens when you begin doing that together. So where do you keep making unhealthy choices? Take 30 minutes to think about that area and put a simple plan together like my order last and healthiest game. I bet 2019 is going to be a breakthrough year. Stick around after the break for some conversation on this topic. You might be wondering what coaching looks like. How does it work? How much does it cost? We'd invite you to schedule a free 30-minute coaching session, no strings attached, simply to answer your questions and get to know each other. You can do that by going to adlibmusic.com and then click Contact in the upper right-hand corner. We look forward to seeing you on the inside. So, hey, thanks for sticking around. Good discussion today. I have one of our coaches. He's by far the most astutely dressed coach we've ever had on our staff. Jim in the house is that good? Jim right in the house. My kids say Jim the housekeeper. What, what do they I, call you? I don't know what they call me. It's, Apparently, they don't say it to my face though. <laughs> it's awesome, Jim. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. It's always wonderful to be here and uh, get to hang out with Dave in the Helmuth. Helmuth, <laughs> something like that. All right. So where were we? Um, so, okay, so the subject for the fertilizer was your future self is smarter than your present self. Just first thing that comes to mind, what, in what one way have you noticed that your future self was smarter than your present self? <laughs> this is unscripted. We're just talking here. We have no idea. Are you recording? I'm recording. Oh, of course you are. Yeah. What's the question? <laughs> In what way is my future self smarter than my present self? Yeah, have you have you ever noticed that? Have you ever noticed? Oh yeah. Like, tell me what what have you noticed? Well, just in a general sense, my future self always sees a better picture and mm-hmm. isn't operating under the emotion of whatever's happening or whatever I want to happen. And so there's a lot of times that if I wait to make a decision or if I make a decision with later consequences in mind, I find myself happier on the other side of something mm, saying, I'm so yeah. glad I didn't rush into that. Or I'm so glad I didn't Yeah, that I let that fizzle out before I made a choice or before moved forward with something. Yeah. So my present self is impatient, impulsive. Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't think about this when I was writing this, but who's the guy? Oh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He, he talked about this, you know, the, the urgent and important quadrants that we talk about, like, you know, you want to you want to be in the in the non-urgent but important quadrant, like stuff that doesn't need to happen now, but it's important. Get that done. Versus the other, the terrible quadrant is like this is not important, but it's really urgent. It's like stop doing that stuff. Anyway, he adds this third uh, what do you call it dimension uh, dimension to it, which is significant. So the one question is like, how soon is this important? How much is this important? But the significant is how long is this important? Mm-hmm. You know, this will be important for a long time. Like that's why our future self is 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 important. And think about worship ministry stuff. Like the the, the example I used about the bass player. You know, should you have a, a just get whoever on your team just so you get Sunday covered, or is that going to just destroy the the culture you're trying to create for Sundays? Mm-hmm. So, well, I heard a pastor, um, very famous pastor, does a lot of podcasts, uh, Alistair Begg. I'm a big fan of his, just the way he studies the word and stuff like that. 
um, shared something when I was in college that I heard that always stuck with me, and it was make your resolutions and your decisions on like a like a rainy night, like sit there and decide what you're going to do instead of waiting till the moment comes huh. when you have to make a decision. Yeah. On on all sorts of like just pretty pretty strict life matters, like because when something happens is usually when you give up. Yeah. Like you resolve to do something just because you make a momentary decision. Yeah. As opposed to like, no, this is what I'm going to do, and. It's easy to say that when the pressure isn't on. Yeah. And in the moment, it's hard to avoid that pressure. So yeah, it's just one of those things that, like, make your choices, make your decisions when you're not faced with them. Yeah. So that you know kind of what you promised yourself or, or what you really stand for. So so do you think this kind of stuff works for, like, I mean, I use the example of picking songs. Do you think this works for picking songs? Is that Does this thing hold true? Are we... Are we bad song pickers in the moment or worse song pickers in the moment than we are if we're like a little further out? Like, let's say we plan a month at a time. I think when it comes to song choices, planning out is you're, you're giving yourself the most amount of success. Mm. You're setting yourself up for yeah. success. Yeah. And you can make, if you make a plan in the moment knowing that your plan isn't happening because you did it in that moment, like it's not concrete, but you're giving yourself a framework to work with, you allow yourself and the people that you're planning with to have that kind of input, to have that kind of vision or perspective so that when the time comes, you maybe made some tweaks, maybe made some adjustments, or or maybe something did inspire you uh, the week of or because of a change in the way that a sermon is going to go. But you have a framework to work with and you you can put attention to the details to change things as opposed to, I can't work on the details, as opposed to, uh, because I have to build a framework and I I have to just get it off the ground. Yeah. And it's much better to be able to walk in and say, um, hey, we're going to make some adjustments because everyone's already familiar with what's going on, as opposed to, you know, I would have loved to have made some adjustments or I would have loved to include this, but we don't even have songs picked out. So yeah. let's just get that done. Yeah. And um, the thing of the moment is, uh, and, and it speaks really true in this instance of, of worship and the culture of that, but really anything in life, when do you ever want to just get something done? And if that's the way that you treat the service, yeah. it's going to feel like that's the way it was treated. And there's grace and yeah. there's there's room for things like that. St- stuff happens and, you know, things yeah. become last minute. But for the most part, that's not something, especially with the impact that it could have on people, whether it's a congregation or whether it's a team member that week or, or whatever it is. Just getting it done really isn't the mentality that we should ever have towards stuff like that. Right, right. And it does, you know, it's interesting thinking about setting aside some time to actually plan for Sundays. That's like a, a thing, an event almost. Like but like when when is it in your schedule to like pick songs for Sunday? Sometimes it's like you're really last minute, you know? I mean it's it's every week, right? So it's less special, it's less thoughtful. Not to mention like I'm, I was thinking about you know, it sets so many other people up to do well to have the music far in advance, even if there's changes later mm-hmm. on. But just even even in your own process of how you're approaching that, like for me, the, the times that I've done this, it's like you get to zoom out and you see what you're feeding your congregation over a month. And you and you just you look at patterns differently, you know, like it's it's really easy to put the new songs in because then, OK, I am going to introduce it the first week, repeat it the second week, give the third week off, do it the fourth week or whatever the pattern is. I can see that. But then I can also see like, ah, oh, this like this kind of song keeps showing up in my sets and I might never notice that every Sunday I have a Carmen song. Just kidding. Uh, every Sunday I have, you know, some old 80s song. 
Uh, and that might be great occasionally, but every Sunday's maybe, but probably not. But you you never really look at anything more than just one blip on the screen, and that gives you... So that's even, a, I think, a benefit of looking at the future in terms of your planning. You get to see more than just one shot, one week. Mm-hmm. You get to see it in context. So... No, even with like what you said about the team, I think that it's the... Like I think it was one of the first things I said is planning out. You're setting yourself up for better success, and then you're in turn setting your team up for better success. Yeah. We're setting up somebody else who has to be involved in the service if it's something special that's happening in a week, or like three weeks out, and then they can see what's going on ahead of time and they can approach you and say like, "Hey, you know, we wanted to add this. I just came from a meeting where something like that came up. The fact that I had stuff planned out in advance." She was like, "Is yeah. there is there more we can do with this? Because I really want to incorporate." And she's like, "It's so cool to be able to see it ahead of time." I, I think we can we can get more creative or we can get more intentional. I think that's the word yeah. I want to stick with. We can get more intentional because yeah. we have a plan and we can, once, once you get outside, like you're saying, once you see the snapshot, each Sunday is unique and special as it's happening, but the framework of how it all works together and you're seeing this bigger picture, you're like, I have a plan and as the time comes or as I zoom in, I can rearrange, I can make the details yeah. um, intentional and have a, a better impact or, or a more appropriate impact mm-hmm. or reach a better potential of the impact because yeah. I didn't have to stack everything all at once in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I think let's end it there. Um, let's be intentional worship leaders who think more long-term, who set themselves up for success, who set their teams up for success because they were intentional. So Jim, Mr. Rahowski, thanks for coming by the old ad lib headquarters pleasure to be here as always (laughs) we'll see you again very soon i'm sure (laughs) music for this episode is brought to you by the light the heat check them out on itunes thanks so much for joining us for today's podcast we'd love it if you'd subscribe and include one takeaway from this episode when you leave a review on itunes and if you send us a question to podcast at adlibmusic.com we'll be sure to answer it in an upcoming episode. To find out how to grow personally, go to adlibmusic.com slash contact and schedule a free 30-minute coaching session today. You've got what it takes to lead like a champion. The Lord bless, protect, sustain, and guard you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you with favor and surround you with loving kindness. May the Lord lift up his face upon you with divine approval and give you a peaceful heart and life.